You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Uh, so let's move over to the defensive line. Again, I don't think there's a lot in terms of guys that that are on the bubble trying to make the team. I, I guess you could argue Robert Beal Jr. Um, I think he needs to show some something in in camp in order to make the 53 man. You know, even as a as a sixth round pick, you know, he is a four or five guy off the edge. I I think that he's going to have an impact this year, um, but he's going to have to prove that. the The intriguing thing for me is actually along the interior, and that's with Javon Kinlaw, right? So you've got you've got your two starters in Armstead and Javon Hargrave, and and those guys probably aren't going to come off the field all that often, right? And so, yeah. uh, you know, Hargrave, I think, played something like 85% of the snaps for the Eagles last year, just an absolute yeah. dog in there. And Armstead, you know, Armstead has his injury issues. You know, he battled foot problems last year, uh, but is an absolute... Uh, key piece to that defensive line but you've got Javon Kinlaw you've got Kalia Davis you've got T.Y. McGill and you've got Kevin Givens and I don't think that they're going to keep all of them and and I'll be perfectly honest they're not they already declined Kinlaw's fifth year option I think Kinlaw has to play his way on to this roster I don't think he just makes it because he was a first rounder that's over you know what I mean he's got to show something and so I think of all those guys, he's the one that absolutely has the most to prove. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And there is no larger indication of that than the Javon Hargrave signing because they identified that they essentially missed on that Kinlaw pick. That's them admitting that they missed on that pick, right? That's, yeah, that's for sure. It looked like to me. So that being said... Javon Kinlaw, first of all, his number one step is to remain healthy. I think that's that's been the biggest thing in his career has been health and being able to be available. But at the same time, it's not just about health. It's about production, too. So step one is is make it through camp healthy. Step two is make it as tough as, as of a decision as possible on the coaching staff and the 49ers in terms of roster decisions and, and what's going to happen at the end of this with because remember now they're cutting down straight to 53. There's no, there's no phased cut down anymore, right? Yeah. That was out the door last year. Yep. So you're seeing a lot of guys that will be on the street come the end of week four preseason. And there's going to be a lot of talent. So there's no early indication of what's going to actually happen. And there's no way for these guys to find another team right away. Right. So I think that that's the other challenge that you have now is that if you have a position in need and you're, Previously, you were waiting for the, the cutdowns to happen and maybe pick up a body here or there. You don't have that luxury anymore. So who you have right now is basically who you're going to have going into the season at this point. And, and it's 
it's a nuanced small thing, but it's actually a really big thing because you don't get the chance to have a look at other guys before week one. You have that just that one week in between week four preseason or sorry, week three preseason and and week one as as they've cut down the the, the preseason games to three now. So yeah. I feel like uh Julian Taylor was let go, I believe. He he bid farewell to the 49ers, right? I believe this this past week. So there's mm-hmm. there's some space there on the defensive lines, some spots there that that could be had as far as depth goes. But I feel like for Javon Kinlaw, like this is it. This is if he yeah. doesn't make it through this camp with at least a backup role, there's there's no role for him on this team because they've turned into the number one defense in the league without him. And yeah. they've shown that they can get by fine without him. And that's really unfortunate because that's a, that's a first round pick that you invested in just a couple of years ago. And to be moving on already from that without any major production at all, I mean, that stings. That definitely stings. The IU pick basically saved that first round. Brandon IU did. So oh, for sure. For sure. That that is that is one of the picks. That and obviously the, the Trey Lance pick, which everyone wants to talk about at, at nauseum, which I'm sure that we will at this in this episode, because what's what's Fort Anders training camp without a quarterback battle, right? <laughs> I mean, and 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 to be perfectly honest, that's that's probably the biggest battle is Trey Lance and uh, Sam Darnold and battling for for QB two. Uh, but before we get there, let's continue on the defensive side here. And here's the thing that, that may, that may save Kinlaw in terms of, uh, in, in terms of whether he makes the roster or not, he's making $4.9 million this year. If they cut him, they get no cap relief. The dead cap is 4.9 million. So he may make it just because they'd rather pay him $4.9 million to try and do something than, you know, then, then pay him $4.9 million to go away. So, you know, he, he does have that. That's the advantage of being a first round pick is right. you've got, you've got him by the purse strings, if you will, or as, as uh, my, my uncle used to say the short hairs, but let's go ahead and look at linebacker. Cause I think this one is actually really interesting. So the 49ers lost Aziz Alshair. He went and signed with, with the Titans and his position is one that is the first to come off the field in sub packages, right? In sub packages, Al Shair left and, and it was just Warner and Greenlaw. And then uh, Shair was replaced by the nickel corner. And Ooh. Steve Wilkes plays a lot of nickel. Um, he loves yeah. to rush his nickel. Um, they signed Isaiah Oliver to play nickel. And so the interesting part is, is that third linebacker even a very important part of Steve Wilkes' defense? Um, the 49ers love to play base defense, especially on first down, and that is a 4-3, right? They have that third linebacker out there. But is that third linebacker all that important? And I don't know, but here's the thing that they did do is they drafted two uh, in this draft, right? They didn't. They drafted two. They didn't sign. I mean, I think they signed some un- undrafted free agents, but they drafted two guys. They drafted uh d winters in the sixth round who to mm-hmm. me is like a dre greenlaw clone and they drafted jalen graham out of uh purdue who was uh former former gm scott McLuhan, one of his favorite picks for the 49ers he loves jalen graham out of purdue big guy 6'3 uh 220 d winters again dre greenlaw is six foot 230 D winters is 511 227. So like I said, yeah. basically a, a clone and and just a sideline to sideline guy. But 
obviously Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, they're making the squad, right? Oren Burks, I think, is going to make the squad. They signed him last year, uh, largely as a as as a, a special teams ace, but Burks actually got a lot of time, especially when there were injuries. And so again, I think Burks makes the team as well. So there's three. So then it comes down to really, I think there's two positions left. I think they typically carry five linebackers. Those fifth and sixth linebackers are largely special teams contributors. And in the the past three seasons, that's been Demetrius Flanagan Fouls. That's why he's made the team. He's been a special teams ace. But they've got D. Winters now. They've got Jalen Graham. And they've also got undrafted free agent Marcelino McCrary Ball, who they had last season as well, that I think they're high on. And so... I think Fowles has has an actual battle to to make a to make this roster because, like I said, out of uh, Flanagan, Fowles, Winters, Graham, and Marcelino McCurry Ball, I think out of those four, they're only going to keep two of them because I think Burks, like I said, is that third linebacker, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can do anything, especially with with some defensive snaps. Right, we know what he can do on special teams. So you, what you may find is that you're seeing more Winters, Graham, McCrary Ball, guys like that playing special teams in the preseason, trying to see what, what they can do. And you might see more fouls get more opportunities as a linebacker just to show that he can do it. And so I think he's battling for a roster spot. Uh, and arguably, I, I, think, I think he's probably going to lose um, because I think they're, uh, again, they don't, when they draft a player, even in the sixth, seventh round, they tend to give them all the opportunity to make the team. And yeah. so, you know, again, they drafted two guys. So uh, that'll be interesting to see as well. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, so my other thing that, that I was thinking about was with Steve Wilkes becoming the, the defensive coordinator, you're going to see some creativity as well. Not that the Mika Rise wasn't creative, but they were just so good that they just – they just out-talented you, the, the Niners did, right? That, that's kind of yep. what they did. They didn't disguise a lot. They were very much like, hey, here it is. It's right in front of you, and you know, I dare you to beat us. Yeah. Could we see more Talano Funga in the box? Is that their linebacker? Possibly. On, on certain Miles downs, certain situations, right? It's, 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 not, it's not unfathomable. Could we see Isaiah Oliver play a, a, a hell of a lot more than than we had any slot corner play in the past. That's possible as well. Like Steve Wilkes, like you said, plays a lot. Mm-hmm. Likes to play a lot of nickel. But I think that when as far as the linebackers go, you're 
hoping for a lot of passing situations because your defensive line is dominating up front and for, forcing second and third and longs, right? That's that's what you're hoping for. So I think that they've identified that position and said that, well, that's a position that we're, we're willing to kind of concede on in a way in terms of bringing elite talent in. And and the reason why is because that that will probably be used scarcely when it comes to game. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Oren Burks, probably gets that gets that first crack at it if he struggles d winters i think would would probably get the second crack at it because mccrary ball and flanning it fouls also i love the fact that they're both hyphenated that's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, they they i i they should I, I feel like the niners are the only team in the league that has two two guys two hyphenated guys on the same defense i think that that's really cool i don't think anybody else has that um they also have Davis Price. They have TDP, Ty Davis Price. Yeah. They have another hyphenated guy. So I think that they probably lead the lead the league in hyphens, probably. So and, and technically I, Ray Ray McLeod. Yes. Ray Ray's technically hyphenated. Ray McLeod. That he is he is the hyphen in the first thing. <laughs> we should we should have an all hyphen team, just just an episode dedicated to all hyphen team. But <laughs> that'd be interesting. That would that'd be cool. But I think that, yeah, I think what you're saying is is correct. Those out of those four guys. Uh, the rookies plus plus the hyphens, we'll call them. <laughs> Two of those guys make it, but I think that what's going to happen is that you'll probably have a mix of hyphens and rookies. I, I feel like, again, planning and fouls is is one of those guys where he may have to battle for a spot, but you'll see him end up on the practice squad, and you'll see him come up and down and as needed for special teams work or for for depth and things like that. Uh, the special teams unit is not one of the better ones in the league. So I feel like because of that, they may feel like it's it's interchangeable parts there and they want some fresh blood. So getting rookies yeah. in there is, is a good way of doing that and getting guys on cheap contracts is a good way of doing that because you have to minimize your your cap hit for next year when inevitably Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, right? And and you have <laughs> to make that signing, right? Because that's, that's where, yes. and, and we will talk about this as the season wears on and as we get towards the end of the season, hopefully with the Niners Super Bowl championship. But yes. that's one thing that I'm dying to discuss at some point. Not because I like Kirk Cousins, but because I'm I'm I we all know Kyle by now and his his affinity for Kirk Cousins, right? So I'm just gonna call that. And I'm gonna call that the first day <laughs> of camp or the first week of camp in 2023, a year ahead of it, to say that Kirk Cousins will be a 49er next year. And it's irrelevant what Brock Purdy does this year because he has his eye on Kirk Cousins. I'm going to call that right now. I I a hundred percent am on board. I I think I think you, I I agree with you. I am adding one caveat, and I've said this already. If the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl this year, Kirk Cousins is the quarterback next year. If 100%. they do, then 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 he's not. But um, yeah. so hey, tall order for Brock or Trey. Or Sam or Brandon, right? Whoever it is. Uh, <laughs> tall order. 